Hey guys, you're listening to the Your Party People podcast. This is Lexi Tran, owner of Ivory and Fern, a Midwest-based photographer. And this is Katie Murphy, owner of Jane Ray Events, your Midwest wedding planner. We're here to give you couples a guide on how to maneuver one of the best days of their lives and how to keep it from being one of the worst. Welcome to the party. Woo woo! Hi guys, it is episode three and Katie's here. Lexi's right here. And um, last week we talked about um, no go or go to bridal shows. And this week we are going to talk about the Enneagram personality test and kind of explaining what number you are and what kind of bride that makes you. Yeah. So um, let's start out. We're just going to, I'm sure you guys, some of you have probably heard of the Enneagram and what that all entails, but we're going to talk about first, like what it is. Um, and I highly recommend you taking like a legit test online. Um, I'm, a, I'm not here to tell you your number or <laughs> like give you your results, but just kind of describe what each of them are. Um, and it's, it's a personality test and it kind of tells you how you tick. It tells you like how you make decisions. Um, and it's a number from one to nine and you're a certain number and your number doesn't change. Like if you're one, you're a one for life, right. you know, kind of thing. Um, and not one number is better than the other. It's just kind of explaining who you are and um, how you go through life. So let's first talk about what numbers we are. Yes. Lexi, you go first. What, okay. What number I are you? I am a two wing three, which is scary accurate. So scary. I remember when I took the test, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like someone just like looked into my soul and like, wrote it all down and gave me this big, long explanation of who I am. And I was like, almost wanted to be offended because it was like, this is how you get mad. And I was like, that's so right because that is how I get mad. <laughs> but what are you? So so I'm a three. Okay. And we should probably tell you like what those numbers mean right. too. Um, so why don't I, so Lexi, being a two, she's a helper. Mm-hmm. And wing three is an achiever. Right. And I, I also am a three. Um, and so... A three is like somebody achiever. I feel like that's pretty direct on what that means, but you like love a challenge, um, but also are really afraid of failure. Right. Obviously you don't, that's like your fear. You don't want people to know, oh, they're not together. They're right. not doing something right. Yeah. So um, that's just a little insight on those numbers, but we're going to go like more in depth on um, first, like what those numbers are. And then we'll kind of talk about like as a bride, as you go through the planning process, uh, how you how you plan yeah. and how you kind of make decisions with vendors, with how you plan the day, the details, and all of those good things. Really interesting. I am so excited to talk about this. Um, a little side note, I did a staff retreat uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we hired someone to come in um, who's licensed as an Enneagram professional and told us all of our numbers and kind of really aired all that out. Like this is, this is how you make decisions. This is your fear. These are your faults and called y'all out, which is a little uncomfortable, but it's really, it's really cool to know about yourself and, um, just how you deal with not only like professional situations, but also like how you are in your marriage and with relationships. And it's really eye opening. It's really fun. So, uh, we'll start diving into the numbers. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, let's go. Um, so we'll start with number one, and that is a reformer. Um, and the reformer, a little bit about that number. Uh, it goes so much more in depth, but just a brief kind of breeze by of it. They are very 
idealistic and they're very like right and wrong, right? Um, Lexi's husband is a one, <laughs> Tommy right? is a one wing nine. Yeah. So he is just like all the logic, all the logic, black and white, minimal, all of that. Yes. Yes. And they make, and most of the time they make decisions based on their gut feeling. So yes. like it's, it's actually pretty easy for them to decide on things. Mm-hmm. It's, they just know what they feel is right. And that's how they make, how they make the call. Right. Um, so as a bride in the planning process, Lexi, like how do we kind Yeah. So actually I found this really cool, uh, blog called Sistered States. Um, and they actually made a whole blog about each type and like literal what kind of bride they are. And I read through them and they are so scary true to like actual the bride. So type one is a reformer, like we said before. Mm -hmm. And their tip says wedding planning will come easy to at first because you are principled and focused. However, do not get too caught up in the details in the idea of having, having everything go your way and turn out exactly how you want it to. No wedding day is perfect and that is okay. So basically they're just saying like, you're going to think you've got it all together and then one thing's going to fall apart and everything's going to feel chaotic and crazy, but it's okay for it to feel that way. Yeah. And you, and just work through it. Like, yeah. and it's very much like an, a number one, um, tends to like to be in control yep. a lot. And so when they lose control, um, they feel really uncomfortable, right? They feel like they may get a little mad. Right. Like that's one of the faults yep. and, um, just being self-aware and knowing that about yourself could really help you through yeah, like processing things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so number two, Lexi over here, <laughs> the helper. Um, so very emotional based. Yes. Um, <laughs> I cry a lot. It's fine. <laughs> Um, so very emotional and like very caring though, very interpersonal, um, really, they really care about the people around them and they want those people around them to feel like safe, happy, feel joy, all of those things. Um, but when it comes to planning a wedding, so you guys, one of the hardest parts of planning a wedding, I'm sure you'll find out is that you want everyone that you're inviting to have a very fun time. And you want everyone to like be happy in the decisions that you make, <laughs> right? Which is so challenging because yes. you have to remember it's it's your, your day, day. Uh, but you are asking all these people to like take off work and right. you know buy you a gift yeah. and all those things. So you want them to like just be happy to be a part of it, right? So tell us a little about like yeah. So I feel like I should preface with like actually what kind of bride I was, yeah. And I feel like. I was very indecisive. Like I really wasn't Tommy. I don't, Tommy wasn't a groomzilla, but Tommy made a lot of the choices, which is totally (laughs) explanatory, right? He's one. So he just like makes the decisions, has no problem saying like this or that. Like when we did our design meeting with you, you asked us rose, gold, silver, or gold votive. And I was like, oh, I feel like I'm indifferent. And Tommy's like, actually, I prefer the rose gold. And I was like, it's your day, honey. Like it's your day. (laughs) Like whatever votive you want, it's a candle holder. So I really don't care. But like that just goes to show like me as a two, I truthfully just wanted everyone to be happy. I wasn't even concerned about myself, which I feel like was my downfall. And we ended up with a wedding party of a large football team because I had so many friends that I wanted to feel seen and I wanted to feel appreciated and included. And they were all important to me at different parts of our relationship that I literally felt like everyone had to be there, which is why we ended up with like nine people on each side, which was insane and ridiculous. And like, it's for some people and it's not for others, but like, 
our wedding party was probably like 80% of our guest list (laughs) 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 because we just loved all these people so much. And, um, Tommy, like just was like, yes, yes, yes. I want them in there. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, like I felt like I had to battle it, but I felt like when it came down to it, I just wanted them to be happy. And so like when it came to like them wanting, what should we do with our hair or our shoes? And I was like, I don't care. I was like, whatever Whatever. makes you feel good. Yeah. But there are some brides that like really want a specific look and want everyone to be cohesive and unison. And I just was the total opposite of that. I was like, whatever you're comfortable in. And that's just kind of how, how I do anything. And so when it came to planning a wedding, it was like, I, I just like always went to other people. Like, what do you think I should do? Like, what, what would you do? And they're like, well, why do you care what I would do? It's your day. And I'm like, you're right. I don't know. Am I getting married? Cause I feel like everyone else around <laughs> me is getting married for me. But the sister states blog, um, what they say about type two, the helper is that we accept the help we think we deserve or something of that nature. Your biggest challenge will be handing over the reins and accepting help from others. And that was so true so hard for me to like that's why we literally paid you guys to set up and tear down because it would have been so hard for me to ask people to stop enjoying themselves to clean up or to do something like it just didn't make sense to me so yes absolutely it was so spot on and twos are just all about love and emotion and I cried a lot and I'm surprised (laughs) Tommy cried but I feel like I cried more all day so yeah yeah I love I love that. I love that. Uh, so the next number is the achiever Your number, my number. I'll <laughs> share a little bit on the ins and outs of that. Um, but uh, I touched on that earlier, but the number is like very success oriented, um, adaptive, very driven, but also very image conscious. So they re- I mean, it makes sense if you're very like chasing success and love a challenge, like you obviously don't want to fail and want other people right. to know that. Yeah. Um, so as, as a bride, oh my gosh, back in 2014 planning, I mean, I was one of the top three things I really wanted was like the flowers, the centerpieces that really looking beautiful, right. I feel. And, um, planning along with that. I, I mean, I wanted it just to look so great. And so that, that brings a lot of stress on yourself, to be honest. (laughs) Like I was, this was pre wedding planner days when I was one. So it was, I got a lot caught up in the stress of that. Right. And the biggest thing I would say, if you are three and if you're a bride planning your wedding is yes, everything will be beautiful and you will, you will work towards that. But just remember the end of the day you're marrying your person and that's like why you're having your wedding. And that's the whole, that's the whole reason why this day is so special. And, um, once that time came around, like after the ceremony, when all those nerves are kind of calming down, I mean, my venue could have burned down and I wouldn't have noticed. I was so just on a high. I was so happy celebrating with all my people. And so that's like what I would recommend, you know, try to get yeah. to that point and right. realize like the end goal is marrying your person. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. That's why we do any of it. Yeah. So what does the um, blog yes. kind of say about so, that person? Uh, Sister States says the achiever as a pragmatic and success driven thinker, you don't run the risk of getting swept up in the fantasy and extravagance of wedding planning, which is great news for your budget. However, as an image conscious person, you might fall into the traps of playing the comparison game. Don't pay attention to what others are doing or what they may think about your big day. Focus on your goal and what will make you and your fiance happy. Yeah. 
So yep. scary. That I know. So scary. <laughs> I know. But the end goal, like yes. remembering that Why part and realizing that. Yes. Yeah. So let's take a little break after that and yeah. hear from our girl, Ashley Anderson yes. again yes. Um, on this or that. And we will be right back. Hey, it's Ashley with This or That, the segment of the show where we do a quick discussion about two topics in the event industry. Today, we're talking about professional photographer or your cousin with a fancy camera. I have pretty strong feelings about this. Um, I think that so often the photos that we're pinning on Pinterest are done by professional photographers. And I think maybe we think that that's not in our price range or that that doesn't fit with our day, but ultimately there are amazing professional photographers at every price point. And so if you're looking for someone, find their pricing info or budget and, and ultimately it is so much better and you'll be so grateful that you did hire that professional. They have the equipment that you need, they have the editing software that you require and you're wonderful cousin or your sweet friend just doesn't have that. So at the end of the day, hire a professional. You won't regret it. Hey guys, we are back and we are going to carry right on with the next number in the Enneagram, um, which is the number four, the individualist. So um, just a couple words about them. Um, this person is very sensitive, um, likes to kind of be more on their own, I would say. Doesn't like a lot of crowds, being around a ton of people, they're just more comfortable being their own person and kind of marching to their own, right. their own beat, you yes. know, very artistic type of person. So yes. Lexi, why don't you take it away with being a bride? Yeah. Sister State says, as someone who loves being the center of attention, you might think that planning a wedding is right up your alley, a day all about you. However, a lot of wedding planning is also about taking others' feelings into account it might be easy to disregard their opinions, but it will save everyone some aggravation and heartache in the long run if you try to hear them out and know that they are coming from a place of love. So basically just like this day is about you and it is your day, but to also remember all these people are coming to your wedding for you and that they want to totally. see you and that they do have opinions and you don't have to do anything per se that they give you or like if your parents have a really strong opinion, you don't have to follow that, but to at least humor it and just like listen and hear them out and say, I do hear you. I acknowledge it. And I appreciate that you care so much about my day that you want to tell me that. Right. Right. So kind of almost opposite of you, right? Actually yeah, like so helper is like, I'm taking in everybody else's opinion and kind of have to remember my own. But a four is like, Hey, I want to do it day. my way. You know, <laughs> my I, way or the highway. I, yes, right. But um, just remembering those people, they are taking time out of their life, taking off work, yes. taking, you know, um, and they deserve to be heard and yes. just kind of remember them. But also you won't have a problem with like designing or any of that because right, you're no. just. It's just there already. It's there. It yep. comes natural to you. So. All yeah. right. So interesting. Um, the next one is number five, the investigator. Um, and they very much make decisions with their head. Like think here are the pros, here are the cons. This is how I'm deciding. Um, they're very, and they're very much in their head. They very analytical, um, th love to think through things. And for example, last week when we talked about the bridal shows, like they would never go to a bridal show and be like, Oh, I met one photographer. You're it. Right. Absolutely not. They would <laughs> talk to about you know, at least five yep. and be like, here, okay, here are, here are the pros and cons of each one. This is why I'm going to pick this yes, one. Yes, absolutely. You know, type of thing. Um, so yeah, Lexi, do you want to kind yeah. of expand on 
The blog? Yeah. So the blog says that as an innovative and perceptive thinker, you aren't afraid to think outside the box when planning your wedding, but don't keep all your good ideas to yourself. It is a tendency for you to isolate yourself or be secretive about what you are thinking. And those great ideas may never come to life. Find people you trust to be your sounding board and share all those crazy fun ideas. So it's just be open and don't feel like you have to keep it all under wraps because there are so many people that you probably would never realize are more willing to help you than you think. Right, right. And ideas, ideas are great, yes. but they're even better when they're executed yes, and brought and to real. life. <laughs> yes. And they're brought to life. So just trusting in those vendors that you pick and um, helping or like tell them about it so they can bring it to life for you. Right. Make it come true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, the next number is number six, the loyalist. Uh, and they are also a very they make decisions based on their head and thinking through things. Um, they're very committed, but they're also very safe. So a huge fear is just feeling, I mean, unsafe. So um, very security-oriented, um, engaging, and probably a little anxious and suspicious because they don't want to feel not safe. Right, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, Sister States says uh, that the loyalist, as a committed and responsible person— Sticking to your vision and making decisions shouldn't be too hard for you. However, you have a tendency to get anxious when things change, which tends to happen with wedding planning. Try to roll with the punches and take some risks. You don't always have to have all the answers or do the same thing. Don't be afraid to do things a little differently than those before you. So you don't have to follow traditions. If you don't want a flower girl, have your grandma do it. People oh, love, I that. love that. <laughs> I love that. I've, I've seen that before. It's so cute. I know it's the best. <laughs> yeah. And just, um, and also like rolling with the punches. Oh my yes. gosh. That's one of the hardest things to do, but oh if it's really hard for you to do it, then hire somebody to do it for you. And <laughs> planner, cough, cough, plan. <laughs> <laughs> have somebody plan it out for you and be there to like take the punches for you. Yes. So you can kind of be just enjoying the day and feeling safe in that. Yeah. Hiring the right vendors that you trust and that'll create a security for you on the day and yeah. throughout the planning process Absolutely. to know that everything's going to be okay because you have the right people. Yes, handled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, seven, the enthusiast is the next one. Um, very like fun-loving type. So huge ideas. Yes. I want the biggest install, floral install over my dance floor kind of person. Very spontaneous. Um, a little bit scattered. So having all these ideas and looking forward to the day, but pretty much just throwing out the ideas and not knowing how to get there, I would say would be a fault yes, a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, so what would you yes. kind of expand on that a little bit? Yeah. So Sister State says that the enthusiast, you're a versatile and optimistic thinker who loves to celebrate and trust that everything will turn out the way it is meant to be. This is a great attitude to have towards wedding planning, but make sure you are still putting in the work beforehand. Mm -hmm. Come up with a plan, stick to it, and don't get too distracted or off course from the planning task at hand. So basically, just like you said, like there are so many things to plan, and that's probably the downfall for a type seven is just that you have so many things you want to do and accomplish, and it just some of those things might not happen unless you organize and you make a plan and you really either hire someone to do that for you or really, really you know, task yourself to manage that on your own. Exactly right. Exactly right. Having, I mean, 
I I would love I love this type of bride. I love yes. everyone, but yes. the enthusiast <laughs> usually has such great ideas and has such a great attitude. Yes, because they look forward to they tend to look forward to the future so much. Yeah, and are really hopeful in that. And so it's really fun to play off that energy in a meeting and in design yes. and um, bringing that to life for that. Well, yeah, person. too, and they might even think about something that you would have never thought about that you can use for other brides that might really enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun. Very fun. Um, The challenger number eight is the next one and they make decisions based on their gut. So uh, very, it's kind of unexplainable how they come about deciding on something. They just like, I know this is right and that's what I want to do. Right. So um, very powerful, more of a, a dominating personality. Um, very self-confident, decisive. So decisions and yes, in the wedding planning process, that's like, honestly, you guys, that's one of the hardest things to do is just to make Decide. a decision yes and narrow no. it down to a couple things. And as a challenger, it comes more natural to you to decide on those things, which makes it a lot easier for this type of person. Yeah. I would say, um, a little confrontational. So that's, that what I, that's like one of the faults, um, like if you don't agree with somebody or you want to do it your way, yes. they may be like, hey, this is how we're doing it. And right. just, I mean, it comes with being more of yes. a dominant, more bold personality. Yeah. And uh, Sister States says that the challenger being a decisive person will come in handy when planning your wedding. You will have to make thousands of little decisions throughout the process. So stay true to your decision making. However, you need to remember to take in the feelings and opinions of those around you. Try not to be too confrontational when someone tries to express a difference in opinions. Pick and choose your battles and be willing to compromise on the little things. So like when it comes to like napkins, right? Like (laughs) just pick your battle, right? Like don't let the napkin color or material be the thing that like makes you say, grandma, you know what? I can't see you for a couple months. Like this is too much (laughs) for me. Like just hear them out. And still at the end of the day, it's your decision. So at least just hear them out and humor it. Just like we said before, like just let it flow, let it happen. And if it bothers you, go home, vent to the fiance, let it out and just, just decide on your own behind closed doors. But when you take in that opinion, people feel validated and people feel heard. Sometimes that's all they need. Sometimes they don't even care what you choose. They just want to know that you appreciate and respect their opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say like being a challenger, like planning with your fiance, Yes. like keeping that in mind too, like picking your battles and knowing like, Hey, they have opinions. They have thoughts on what to do right. and like what vision they have as well. So compromise key to marriage, right? Right. I mean, yes. I would say is one of the big ones um, in the years that I've been married. <laughs> um, and last but not least, the peacemaker. So that is number nine. Um, they also make decisions based on their gut and they're very easy, easy going. Yes. They want everybody to have fun, kind of like the helper a little bit, yeah. um, but more so they really don't want any confrontation. They don't want to argue. They just want the, it to be very lighthearted, yes. a very free flowing day. Um, but the a little bit of faults with that is they're very agreeable and they may sacrifice like what they truly want in order to keep the peace. Yes, of course. Um, and Sister States says that the peacemaker as an agreeable and easygoing person 
You seem to be every wedding planner's dream, but you have a tendency to get too complacent with the decision-making process and can start to let stuff slide. Set small, manageable tasks for yourself each week to stay on track. You have the biggest advocate for what you or you have to be the biggest advocate for what you want. If you don't care about the decisions you are making, no one else will either. Yeah, and uh, honestly, like Tommy being a one wing nine, so he is like of both. And like, that is so true because he would make really big decisions, right? Like he was like, Lexi, one of the only things I want is that our wedding's in the fall. And I was like, okay, well, like, all right, that narrows it down. But then it was like, but if that's not what you want, like, let me know. And yeah. then the nine comes out and he's like, but I want you to be happy, but I don't want us to fight about it. Like, tell me what you want, but this is actually what I want. And as me being a two, I'm like, no, I'm just here to make you happy. You just, <laughs> that's fine. Fall it is. Like, so I feel like being a type nine is a beautiful thing, but like, such a difficult thing as well because you avoid the confrontation and so then in turn it makes wedding planning really complicated sometimes yes Yes. yeah I so I have with my business I have design meetings as you guys know and I always start the design meeting telling them like it is just as important if you see something and you don't like it as if you or if you do like it because that just gets you closer to um, the final vision and what you guys like. And I love somebody who is very decisive Yes, and I know that's hard. So that's why we're here, right. To narrow down, like here are your three options instead of like the 50 or a hundred options that there are on right. Pinterest or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, just narrowing it down and being more decisive and realize yes. what you guys want and talking about that, like yeah. what you guys want for your day and getting to that final point. Yeah. So I yeah. love Enneagrams. I know. They're so fun. I know. They're so fun. It's So again, I want to circle back and just say how important it is to, I mean, you guys will totally benefit from taking a test yes. um, and figuring out what your number is and your wing is and kind of how you tick and tell your fiance to take it too. And it would be a great, like, let's start our, let's start our planning process by seeing how we make decisions and how we tick and just being more self-aware. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Yeah, so that finishes up our Enneagram session today. Yes. Um, we will be back next episode, and we look forward to chatting again. Yeah, we'll see yeah. you guys later. Thanks, bye. Thanks for listening to the Your Party People podcast. If you already love us, make sure to come back to the party every other Wednesday. If you really love us, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at It's Your Party People Podcast. And make sure to let us know your thoughts on the show and if you have any topics you want us to cover in a future episode. DM us on Instagram or email us at yourpartypeoplepodcast at gmail.com and maybe we'll give you a shout out on the next episode. See you at the next party. Bye.